literally pouring outside. It is. I didn't even realize that until right now. Um, at Umbrella Academy. I think we're alone now. I was gonna... <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> the beating of the rain is the only sound. Doom, doom, doom. So Umbrella Academy. Umbrella we Academy. talked about this uh, comic in episode a while it ago. Was, yeah, it was... Year two? I think three? It's been a bit, man. Three or like very, very early on? I'm looking. Uh, but yeah, we covered the first arc, which is the Apocalypse Suite, um, a while ago. And it's great. Uh, it was episode 23, and it was two years ago. Uh, June 15th. So that'd be series three then. Yeah. yeah. June 15th. Wow. 2016. Wow. Look at us. That's amazing. Um, right after Squarriors. Oh, yeah, this was our independence. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what, uh, why don't you give an elevator pitch, John, about what this show is? Okay. So, picture it like there are these kids. They're all born the same day. Yep. No one knows how or why. Okay. And well, what's significant about their birth? Uh, the They were born by women who were not pregnant when the day began. So, this eccentric millionaire goes out and adopts as many of them as he can because he believes they have super abilities. And in doing so, they kind of have like a pretty rough childhood. It's all based on like doing the super thing and not really being a kid. And then... He ends up passing away. Everyone splits apart. Yep. Well, they split apart before. Well, they split apart. He ends up passing away, which brings them together. And they're now adults, and they're like, well, what do we do now? Because they're the ones who can relate to each other. It's it's great. I love this, though. I love this IP. I love the comics. I still get to read Hotel Oblivion, but I imagine it's great. I'll have to read it at some point. I have to read all of them again. Oh, I've only ever read um, uh, Pocket Soup. i got to reread it. And you would love Dallas. I'm sure I would. I'll have to read Dallas. Um, so so the show is takes that premise, mm-hmm. and it kind of it takes the book and does it a little differently. Yes. Um, before we get into the actual plot, mm-hmm. let's talk performance. Okay. The movie is shot very much uh, Wes show. Anderson style. I'm sorry, the show is shot very Wes Anderson-y. Which, yeah, when I show you the trailer, I'm like, I don't know if you're going to like it. <laughs> I have this no, is like my garbage. Yeah, I, I have no problem like with um, like indie filmmaking. I just really don't like particularly Wes Anderson. Okay, and I think it's more of like his writing and his dialogue. I really dislike his dialogue because the the Umbrella Academy, the IP, as well as the trailer, it's like look how quirky because there's like the nannies all with like in like a perfect row with yeah. like the seven children. So like, I, I was just kind of concerned you wouldn't like it. I I very much was intrigued by the trailer. And I was not let down at all. I really liked the show as a whole. But um, actors. So, why don't you go through... the You have the IMDb page, IMDb page pulled up. Why don't we talk about actors and we'll talk about how they did. Okay, we'll talk about the, the core... You want to talk about the, the kids first? Cast. Yeah. So, we'll go in order. Because okay. they're numbered. Because, of course, they are. Uh, Luther Hargreaves. Yes. Or, A.K.A. Space Boy. A.K.A. Samuel Tarly's brother in Game of Thrones. Yes. Who gets murdered by a dragon lady. He was... Actor's name is Tom Hopper. Tom what? Hopper. Oh. Um, he was, in the comics, a man-ape thing. And like eight feet tall. Yes. 
he was uh, inter- the comics characters are nothing like the, the movie character, the show characters, which is fine. But in the show, I was expecting him to be boring, and he was, but in the best way. Mm-hmm. He is white bread. He is, you know, old school Captain America y. But the guy. But without, like, the rigorous, unwavering moral compass. Or the, like, actual pathos. Yes. Um, but what sold me on this show is actually him putting on the Tiffany song and them dancing. Him dancing in particular. <laughs> when he punches the plane out of the air on accident. He's great. I really liked his character, and his character development as the show goes on is fantastic. Mm. And the actor does a great job, particularly in the scene with him and Rumor when they're dancing. I thought that was great. Yes. What did you think great. of him? He was great. Um, it was it was much more pretty much the the changes they made in the the overall overall theme is that the characters are much more entertaining to watch in the series. Every change they've made. They've done to make the show a better product than if they were to go panel by panel on the comic. Yes. Because the comic doesn't have a whole lot of room for development, but this show is largely like all character development, and I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, so that that's going to be an ongoing theme, is that they changed the character, but the changes they made made for a much better show. Yes. They're two separate entities. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, number two. Number two... Is Diego. Um, so AKA, the comics... They don't mention his name at all in the series, but it's um, the Kraken. In the comics, he has um, Ben's powers. Doesn't he? Doesn't he have, like, the... No. In the comics, he can breathe underwater for a long time. Okay. In the comics, he's boring. There's he's nothing... very there's boring. There's nothing in the comics. Very... In the he's, show... He's, like, he's like, a, like a hard-ass, like, military type... Character, yeah. but like not really with a military background, um, and you get that in the show for sure. But there's just so much more of this character in the show. They changed his power set, which thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's unknown whether or not he can or can't breathe underwater for a long time. But they gave him like throwing knives, but he can like angle and direct them. There's one scene where he angles them like down a hallway around obstacles in a yeah, room. Yeah, he's like a hard old Batman. It's really cool. Yeah, he's great. I really like him in this. Uh, he's my he's one of my least favorite characters from the comics, who becomes a great character in the show. He was my least favorite character in the comics, but he is my favorite character in the show. That's fair. I love what they did. Um, Mom, they also made like a character. Yes, she was kind of a fixture in the background. They yes. made her a character. Um, I love what they did with her and Diego. It was just beautiful. I loved it. Yep, it's so I agree great. with you. So, so great. Number three? Number three... I forgot who number three is. Let's go... Isn't Klaus number three? I thought Klaus was four? I thought four was Ben. Ben is six. Five is five. Five is five. Three rumor? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Allison, a.k.a. The Rumor. Um, Emmy Raver Lampman. It's the cool. actress. So the whole thing with her and her daughter. So her power is, she says, I heard a rumor. And then whatever she says becomes uh, people like bend to her will. Mm-hmm. They show, for example, they show a, a crime being committed when they were, they're, 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 bust, they're stopping a, a, a bank robbery when they, were, when they were kids. And she goes to one robber and goes, I heard a rumor that you shot someone, you, you shot, shot one friend. of your guys in the foot. Yeah, you shot your friend. And so, basically, when she says that, reality then changes to make that true. Yes. In the book, it's the same way, 
But in the series, she has to explicitly say, I heard a rumor. Yes. Uh, and so there's this thing that happens with her where she ends up te- uh, rumoring her daughter into going to sleep. Yeah. Which, like, like, man, the te- I cannot imagine that temptation. Oh, no. I, like, I, I cannot I can. imagine that I can. temptation. But, like, the fact that you would use that power for such things like that is horrible. Yes. Um, and she, like, she has at one point, she has, like, a mini flashback where she, she gets parts that way because she's an actress. She gets, like, parts. She dates people. She falls in love. She gets married, I think. It's pretty messed up to think that, like, you could, your entire life could be just because this woman told you to do it. Mm-hmm. And so her husband and her daughter are very upset with her. Or her yeah, is. the husband sees her do this to the daughter and is like, I'm leaving. And I'm you swore we'd me. never do this. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Um, but so she's got a great character arc, too. And her and Luther have a good character arc. Her and Luther, her and Vanya. Yes. Very great. Uh, also, a wild departure from the series. Yes. In the series, she's kind of like a hard-boiled detective. Mm-hmm. And this one, she's an actress. <laughs> yes. Very uh, Almost, uh, what's his name, took that, uh, Diego kind of took the hard-boiled detective. Yeah. He's not a, he's not a actual detective. Yeah. But he, you can tell he was like former cop or something. Vigilante thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, four is probably Klaus. I? I forget exactly what order it... Three and four, I get those mixed up. Sure, Klaus is my favorite character in the show. Bar Klaus now. is great. He's he's a close second, but I just love all the changes they did with Diego. That's yeah, no, that makes so sense. Cool. The reason I like Klaus so much is his. I I was like lukewarm, lukewarm, lukewarm Vietnam story, and that that sold me. Which sounds weird if you haven't seen the show. Vietnam story was so good. So he um, his thing is he talks to the dead. But he can't if he's in an altered state. So he has become a drug addict because it's easier to be in the altered state permanently than deal with the horror. And it's not just like he just talks to the dead. The dead. It's yell not like, at hey, him. what's up? No, the dead yeah. yell at him and scream at him. And it's horrible. It's so bad. It's terrifying. Um, so he understandably just lives on drugs. And yep. I, I can't say that. Honestly, I'm never going to advocate for doing drugs, but I mean, my God, I get it. But, like, I get it. Yeah. It's really <laughs> messed up. Really it. hard. Really horrible. So, uh, and because he's in an altar stage, he's, like, kind of foppish, like, floating through life, one thing to another, takes stuff to sell money to get, sell for money He's to a get vagrant. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's the right word, vagrant. Yeah. Um, He's a really cool character. There's a lot of development Dresses with him. Dresses eccentrically. Very eccentrically. Um, He's great, man. He's so Klaus great. Klaus is really... Yeah, the... Oh, my God. Can we just talk about that Vietnam art? Yeah, let's talk Vietnam. Because, like, it's so good. So, at one point in the story, there it, time travel becomes a thing. And uh, Klaus accidentally travels back in time to Vietnam. And what you see in the show is he disappears... And then reappears right back where he was, but he has... To Vietnam, to be fair, during the Vietnam War in the 60s. Yes. Like, in a military camp. So he comes back, and he has, like, fatigues on, and he has a brand new tattoo with, like, a regiment on it, and he looks different. He's, like, just slightly He's different. He's noticeably sullen. Yes. And he then destroys the time travel device and just breaks down crying. He ends up going into a VA bar and crying over pictures of him and his... You would later find out his lover, mm-hmm. best friend, um, a, a fellow soldier in the Vietnam War. And the, the vets in the the VF, VFW? VFW. VFW. 
there's like or it's you, a VFW it's a veterans bar veterans bar in, in this bar there's like get out of here what are you doing this looks, is no place for you because he's, he's like 20 something yeah, yeah. Um, he's probably older than 19 25 shoot they do drop the year I think they're all 29 okay because they're all born on the same day not old enough to have been in <laughs> alive during the war yeah he, let alone <laughs> and they so they say what war did you serve in and if you know, if you get to like the Gulf War, like maybe, or I just got Iraq. back from Iraq. Iraq's the right sure. answer. But he, he's so he, but he's. This is all not just fresh, like it just happened. literally just happened to him. Um, so that so that's all going on. But he, so he goes through this transformation of, and it's like love and loss and war, and just like oh my god, it's, it's so much. It's really it's really so good. Much. It's a really good story, man. Oh man, it, it got that was what sold me. What's that? Yeah, and, and just how the veterans like you get out of here. And he's like, this, this, like he has he had nowhere to go. Yeah. Oh, he man. has nowhere. No one he can talk to understands this experience that would believe him that this happened to yep. him, except for five. Speaking of except which, except for five. Speaking of which, after four comes five. Five. Number five is named number five. This child has zero right to be this good of an actor. Mm-hmm. Aiden he, Gallagher is he, and, and uh, uh, Robert Sheehan portrayed Klaus. Oh, thank you. So, what's um, what's five's name? Sorry, five is Aiden Gallagher. Aiden Gallagher. Uh, he is playing a f- 12, 15 year old boy. Mm-hmm. But that fifteen year old boy was a ninety two year old man who is now back in the body of his young body. Yes. What well, the amount of the amount of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, motivation you have to have behind that character mm-hmm. is unbelievable for a for an adult actor. Because how do you, at I'm gonna say like probably 16, 17, maybe that sounds about right. Portray someone who has lived a life and is so jaded by everything because you've seen the end of the world. Nothing that's going on matters, except for Dolores. Oh, his mannequin wife <laughs> who he it, that's I love that story that's sweet line. cinnamon rolled Dolores <laughs> <laughs> can you put a new dress on that mannequin um, so this, this, this kid's unreal he sh- has zero right being this talented and if we do not see this kid in something else it will be a loss for the entertainment world yeah he is wonderful he was very good he his moveset by the way is he can teleport like jump Mm-hmm. So then the whole time traveling starts. He's like, well, why can't I, if I can jump through space, why can't I jump through time? And he does. And he does about a week. Then I think another week. And then a season. And then it's 30 years, 40 years in the future. And it's And then the he apocalypse. gets stuck and cannot come back. He's unable to jump backwards. Yeah. Which his dad does warn him about. Mm-hmm. Or the professor. Um, Hargreaves. Hargreaves warns him about. Reginald Hargreaves. Reginald Hargreaves. Six is Ben... Who's portrayed by Justin Min. So Six's thing is he's dead the whole movie or show. Yes. He died as a child. He His thing was he could have like tentacles come out of him. Yeah. I don't know specifically what it was, but it was like animal stuff. Yeah. But he has tentacles in one scene for sure. Yes. But uh, he died. And I like and- how they never say how. Yeah. And they just leave it. Mm. But he is appears in the show because he can communicate with Klaus. Yes. So they have a friendship. 
Um, they all the beginning of the show, he can't time. talk to Klaus. But as Klaus gets more lucid and sober, he can talk to him again. Yeah. Which is cool. And then eventually uh, they can interact. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Uh, that's six, you said? That's six. So now we have... There's not much on him because... The, the little bit he's in, he's great. The dead don't have much time to develop, unfortunately, unfortunately in the show. Then you have seven. Vanya. Vanya is so good. Vanya portrayed by Ellen Page. Of course. Who is wonderful. She's very good. She had this weird look about her in this show. Like, Ellen Page is a gorgeous woman. Uh, very, very attractive. Wonderful. Clearly accomplished actress. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, still, my favorite role of hers is Juno. Still mm-hmm. love Juno. Um, but they did this thing with her that as it progressed, like, she originally is kind of dowdy. Demure. Kind of demure. Demure is a good word. Like, oh, not homely. Um, timid? Timid and um, compact. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. What's the, there's, a, there's a word that looks perfect. Yeah, something like that where they dress conservative. Dresses conservatively. And uh, as it goes on, her hairline begins to kind of recede. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Interesting. I, I, I didn't pick up on that. As she gets her powers, her her forehead seems to get more prominent. And eventually, her skin goes white because of she becomes... The, uh, the white violin. White violin. And her head is massive at that point. And I think that that was intentional. Her head, her head I is think massive. it's pay If it's intentional, it's paying homage to the comics where the white violin was bald. And that's what it seems like. It seems like her hair gets like pulled back more. It's mm-hmm. not like they like cut hair off or she is losing hair or anything like that. It's just her her for her hair goes from being in front of her head face, uh, almost like hiding, mm-hmm. to being pulled back and being away from her face. Like here I am. That hearing you say that makes it seem like that had to be a deliberate choice. I think it was. I don't think that it was done. Like I, I'm saying, I don't think it was like all right. Let's now let's put. Let's put makeup on to make her forehead bigger. I think it was just the hair was being styled mm. differently. And I think it's great. That was very good. And her, so they opened the show with her playing Phantom of the Opera, which if you've never seen Phantom of the Opera, it is, uh, have you seen Phantom of the Opera? Uh, yes. So for those who have not, the whole premise is the Phantom is just a person. He was scarred and horribly damaged, but he's got an amazing voice and he can teach the main woman to sing, and that's the reason that she's so talented they is because fall of him. In love. He falls in love with her. He falls she in falls in love with the her. idea of him. Um, but he's he's insane. But he hides behind a mask, never actually showing his true powers. And knowing what was going to happen, that she was going to become the white violin, I was like, that's an amazing choice because one, the violin drives the song "Phantom of the Opera." Two, she's hiding. Literally behind, like, or not literally behind a mask like the Phantom, but behind her name and her family name, and she's going to eventually come out. And I think that was awesome. That was really cool. Really good choice to start the show off. Uh, I don't know if Ellen Page learned how to play the violin, but it seemed a little too good. I think she had to have known some. It it was very convincing if it, if it, she didn't. Makes me, it makes, <laughs> you know? makes me want to learn how to play the violin. It looks like it'd be really fun. It would be difficult, but fun. Really screechy at the start, though. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, she was she was great. She played Vanya very very well. Oh, so good. Um, the scene in the the hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, we're also like spoilers, but like the comics. I, I, I put it at the beginning. I put it at the beginning. Oh, it's already there. I I cool. just. I'm well, gonna I'm gonna edit that time. in. You're not getting these 15 seconds back. 
<laughs> you're, you're a champ, buddy. So, uh, yeah, she becomes the white violin, which... What, pretty much the only qualm I had is, like, they did an arc called the Apocalypse Suite without it having an Apocalypse Suite. I mean, they don't have a title of a song called the Apocalypse Suite, but if she continued playing said suite, it would have been the Apocalypse. If she just continued playing, it would have been the Apocalypse. Right, but she wasn't playing this a, pre, a song we all know, so that one that song could be called Apocalypse Suite. Also, they never said it was called Apocalypse Suite, so I'll give them that. They never said it's the Apocalypse Suite. It was just referencing the like we know that because we read the book. But if you never read the book, like it, it's good. Um, but as, yeah, as far as qualms, because in the I book, it, the conductor is the villain, and he makes the apocalypse. So he needs the white violin to perform it. So he restrains her, captures her, restrains her, and um, like so to where she cannot get her drugs, and like juices her to to bring out her powers. Pretty much the up. whole thing. So like it, it's a very different act three. Yeah. Um, but they got the spirit of the arc, and it was very, very, very good. Very, very, very well done. Has Gerard Way given his um, his thumbs up to this? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. He's uh, He and Gabriel, Gabriel Ba are executive producers yes. on the series. Okay, cool. Um, and it would take me a bit to look up now because I didn't prepare for it. But on, I believe, Instagram, Gerard Way did have like a whole spread on each character. From the show. Cool. And his thoughts. And they were overwhelmingly positive. He particularly loved... Or I, the one I remember the most was Diego, because he also was my favorite, because they changed him the most, but it was, like, so well done. <laughs> so I have uh, one of his things up here I grabbed. Uh, he he loved Adrian Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Five. Uh, he has... I mean, a lot of... Po- yeah, holy cow, he's really Yeah, nice. they're very verbose. <laughs> as as you'd expect from Broadway, he's mm-hmm. got that's kind of his thing. Oh man, he goes in a lot of depth and detail about each character, which is brilliant. But he, yeah, I just looked at a post he had from a movie called um, Salem's Lot, mm-hmm. which is one of the scariest books I've ever read, and it's the scariest scene. It's a child vampire outside a window. That's okay. Really horrifying. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, that's that. Sorry, sorry to sorry to detract. But yeah, there, he's super, super, super on board. With Did everything. you know Mikey Way is doing comics now too? No, what's he For doing? DC Young's DC's Young Animal called Collapser. Hmm. Both the Way brothers are doing comics. Good for them. That's great. I also love that Umbrella Academy's back. Yes, at your local comic store. Good, it should be. Um, the who plays the who plays um, Hargraves and who plays. The monkey, whose name I can't remember. Hargreaves. Is it Hargreaves or Hargraves? Greaves. Okay. G-R-E-E-V-E-S. Hargreaves is played by Colm Feor. C-O-L-M-F-E-O-R-E. No sure. clue how to pronounce that properly. Um, What's the monkey's name? Bolo? Pogo. Pogo. And it's Adam Godley. Okay. And the monkey's like a monkey butler. Yeah, he's great. He can, he can, he got, he's got like a suit. Mm-hmm. He's great. Uh, Hargreaves is fantastic. So in the comics, he's an alien. In this one, he's an alien too? I was a little confused with his um, like flashback scene. They didn't really cover his origin, yes. but it seemed to heavily, heavily imply he's, if not, not of this world, then he's something weird. So like. Interesting. 
I think we'll explore that later. Confirm season two. Uh, if you watch yeah, the show, season two is absolutely greenlit and renewed. If you watch the show now, um, at the end of the last episode, a thing comes up when it ends and it says uh, season two has been confirmed. It pops up on Netflix. Oh, does it? It does. Okay. Which is because really- I I watched this whole thing launch weekend and I haven't watched it again, but I really want to. Um, I don't need to pull it up. You you, you know. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It says. It like so you know how like Netflix has that thing where Ant the, Man the, will return. Well, Spider-Man no, will like return. you know how it goes like the the box will go up in the top left and it'll say like here's something else you might enjoy. Instead of that, it says it's coming back. Good, <laughs> which is cool because I remember reading an interview with the I don't know if it was the writer, director, showrunner, someone, but they were saying that they went they leaned so hard into a cliffhanger because it's unfortunately a really good tool to get a season two. Okay. Do what you gotta do. Yeah, especially um, with the 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 tempered cl- and scary climate of TV nowadays. Yeah, anything can happen. Stuff. Great things can get canceled, like all the Marvel shows on Netflix. Nine Nine had to go get yeah, find but a like, different Fox place. Fox is like on a different level of crazy with their TV. They sure are. They canceled Arrested Development, Family Guy in its prime, uh, Futurama in its prime. They but, just do. But things, they had man. Greg the Rabbit. Great. And we got back Last Man Standing. Everyone yeah. missed it. Thank God. Ugh. Okay, performance-wise, I think we're good. <laughs> got the main people. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no, we didn't. No, um, we didn't. We don't Cha-Cha have Hazel and Cha-Cha. They're so good. They're very good. They're so good. Uh, Cha-Cha, Mary J. Blige. Which I thought that was her. Yep. But I was like, hmm, maybe not. I uh, didn't know she could act that well. She was fine. She's, I think she's a great I think she's a good actress a among great actors. Cha-Cha's really good. I mean, um... Uh, Hazel? Hazel's really oh, good. Oh, man, I love Hazel's arc He's so like a... He, he, when I saw him, I was like, oh, look, a poor man's Jared, uh, John Favreau. Nope. Not so wrong. for that vibe at all. So Hazel and Cha-Cha, they're from the... Not organization. Agency. Agency? Something like that. They're the time pe- they're the some, time some vague thing like that. They have an actual name in the comics, but they don't really hear. Uh, in the in the comics, it's like kind of French. Sure. I think it's Tom's Eternal, like okay. Eternal Time, something like that. Something like that. Um, Their job is to keep time. It's been a while correct. since I've read the books as well. Uh, yes, their job is to similar to to like Doctor Who or other time travel things. Certain events. Must happen at all costs. Otherwise, history gets all weird. So, their job is to make sure these certain events do transpire. And to motivate certain people to do certain things that will bring about these events. That's their whole thing. Um, in the comics, this is introduced in Season 2. What they, the show did was it blended Season 1 and 2 very, very well together. Because season two, I'm sorry, series two in the comics is, it's called Dallas. It's about the JFK assassination. Mm. Basically, and you got this within like 15 seconds of the series. But Five is told to kill, his job is to assassinate JFK. And he's like, how about I don't? And then he's pursued by this organization. And that's the main plot of two. And Hazel and Cha-Cha are there. And they're really... I don't remember them being too much of a character. 
200 characters? I mean, there was seven kids that were not. I remember the like plush animal heads. But like, (laughs) but like in those, in that comics, in the comics, the kids are not nearly as prevalent. Prevalent. Like they they developed characters all over the place for this. Yeah. And that's why I loved it so much. It's like, it's, it's bringing the show, it's bringing the comic to life in live action, but it's also a love letter to the comic, to the world that was created, and to the fans. It was great. Yes, it was great. I loved it so much. Hey, yeah, Hazel and Cha-Cha, they're, they're here to basically kill five? Yeah, they're here to kill five. Because he's trying to prevent the end of the world that he saw in one of his jumps. And the end of the world was the apocalypse suite. Right. So they basically, by replacing the JFK assassination with the apocalypse suite, were able to combine the first two series together. It worked out pretty good. It worked out so incredibly well. Me, I've, because I'm just like, okay, interesting, interesting. And then, because I see Hazel and Cha Cha, and I'm like, they're jumping pretty early with that, but it worked really, really well. It did, and I wasn't expecting it to work so well, considering what you told me about, because I had run Dallas, exp- hearing about what Dallas was like, there's no chance, right? Nope. They it, just it, replaced it, one event with the other event, worked, but the arc itself is there. Worked pretty gosh darn perfect. Yeah, I, I love the organization and like, when he's working there. Yeah. And how he tries to mess with other people's stuff. Ugh, it's so good. It's so good. It's a great show, man. Like, it's it's just top to bottom. It's great. It's got tons and tons of heart. The character development is so fantastic. It had no right. Being there are scenes good. that are quirky and indulgent and zany, but... The dance scene. The dance scene... Did not need to happen. It was great. Both, both that one and then um, Luther's and Allison's as well. You're right. The dance scenes. Yeah. They're totally, both pretty indulgent. Totally unnecessary. Um, but fantastic. But yeah, but so great. It, it's just... I love it. I love it so much. I can't wait for more. I, so, got, I, I, got, a, I got an Umbrella Academy shirt. It's just a black shirt. With absolutely. It's great. And I love it. Now, I wish I could go back to C2E2 because they had that Umbrella Academy sticker. What about that? It's a good one. Mm. Uh, it's Han- just a simple plain logo. Well, Han and I were talking about getting a cricket. Have you heard of cricket? Like the animal? No. And like by the, animal, I mean bug? Like the vinyl decal maker? I have not. So it's a so it's a thing you like type in on your computer what you want it to do, and then you hit go, and it instead of printing, it cuts out of vinyl or whatever you put on there, it cuts it out. Mm-hmm. So for iron-on shirts, for dying disc golf discs, for making stickers, you can cut your own. One color, but I mean, how awesome is that? Yeah, but you do a black umbrella, you do a white circle, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Do that, but like you get red, you can make the Iron Man logo. You mm-hmm. can do a couple different stickers on top of it. Whatever. How freaking sweet would that be? How much money would it save me? But that's what they do at C2E2. That's what those people do. They yeah. cut those out. That's why they're all single color. And the ones that are double color are usually a little bit more expensive. Done. Then when Michelle has her freaking booth at C2E2 like she's been talking about, we can make vinyl stickers for her, for her to sell. Oh, you know, remember the dog lady thing that I was going to get? Yeah. Never responded to me. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just going to say Did you reach out? Multiple times. Nothing. I'm bummed. Sorry. Yeah, me too. I'm glad she did not take payment up front. Yeah, but like, I'm bummed because I wanted wanted to have that picture. Uh, That's neither here nor there. Sorry, people. 
tangent time. Yeah, just so there's an artist at C2E2, Jeremy commissioned to get um, my dog, his dog drawn as a wrestler. A wrestler. And she was like, okay, we're pretty busy. Um, I was the We're not going to take money now. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we're not taking money now. We'll take money when it's done. And then we checked back at the con like days later. And nothing. I don't even think she recognized you. I don't think so either. Um, and then, yeah, and then nothing happened. So, anyway... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the, the art's really good in the, the series. Um, I strongly recommend it. The only thing that I kind of didn't love about the show was that you really did not get a sense of the, like, the rogues gallery. Because in the comics, you see them fight, like, a, a few different bad guys. Oh, yeah. No, in the know, series, yeah. you super don't. No. Um, they, like, they name drop... I think one or two, and they reference like the Eiffel Tower, which is the first. Yeah, thing, the first which is comic. which is good. That's like a children's story they do in the mm-hmm. thing, and I'm like, that's great because the first uh, comic is called "The Day the Eiffel Tower Attacked." Yeah, and it's great. It's absolutely great. And it's uh, the guy. It's it's Eif, It's the Monsieur Eiffel is a zombie. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's very very funny. Um, and the Eiffel Tower is a rocket ship. It's a whole. So so we've kind of talked already about differences and the overall. Um, Bits of the overall plot, but I guess we can kind of delve in a little more. So yeah, sorry, I, I thought it was necessary to talk about the characters. Absolutely. Um, so the plot of this is Hargreaves dies; they all come back together, but he brought them together on purpose because MacGuffin. Yeah. And five comes back. Five has been lost. Not yeah, five since he was a child, and he's now back because he jumped in time and now he's back. And like, oh hey, what are you doing? And he's but like, oh, he's wow. back as like a fifteen year old, or probably younger, honestly. And uh, meanwhile, he's like you said, been to like 80, 90 years old, and then jumped through time, but also was able to uh, reverse his age. But that was not intentional. So he has um, all the come memory. back to stop yeah. the apocalypse because when he went so forward in time, he saw that it was the end of the world because he went back home. And everything was just leveled and destroyed. An apocalyptic event had happened. But the most recent newspaper was from that week. Yes. So he knew it was, like, imminent. So he goes through some shenanigans to do that as the show progresses. And as this is happening, as they're trying to figure out what's going on, like, they're trying to figure out how their dad died. We're trying to figure out the apocalypse is coming. They're suspecting each other because, like, they don't know what they've all been up to. Yeah, makes sense. Especially Diego because he's come... He's introduced as kind of shifty. Yes. Um, and Vanya kind of steps out of her cage a little bit. She's doing just fine. She, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Knock it off. This you know what, 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 what this was. This is why everyone hates you. What? What? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. So, so Vanya's little plot is going on. She's teaching this guy and they kind of fall in love. Um, but then some weird stuff happens. But then he's crazy. It turns out that he loved the Umbrella Academy as a kid. He wanted to join the Umbrella Academy. Hargreaves, that was so hard to watch. Yeah. When he cut out his own domino mask. And he's like, I, I was I was mad. Cause, okay, so all the kids were born on the same day. Which happened to be this guy's actual birthday. From his mother who carried the child to term. 
And um, she died during his birth. And she died during his birth. Dad resented him for it, was an abusive alcoholic the rest of the, the, rest of the dad's life. So when the Umbrella Academy came into town, he got his own domino mask, his own blazer, and he ran through the, the, the barricades and was like, I, I'm, I, I'm also one of you guys because I was born the same day. My mom died, blah, blah, blah. Harvey's like, get out of here. <laughs> Very cold. Yes. Get out of here. He never forgave Hargreaves. He ends up going to jail for the murder of his father. Um, but when he gets out, he's like, I'm going to kill Hargreaves. Well, Hargreaves is already dead. So he can't. Mm-hmm. But he can break up the Umbrella Academy. He can kill everyone. He, through a series of happenings and device plot plot devices, develops a plan to turn Vanya against the group. Because it turns out Vanya is the most powerful of all of them. Mm-hmm. They've had to suppress her powers over her whole life because she's so powerful. Yes, which you do see some training manta, training scenes with young Vanya and how they're trying to focus her power on like all the glass. Mm-hmm. Say, oh my god, it was so good. Um, and then it's it's crushingly ends because she's she's a kid. Kids have emotions, and their kids are not rational often. What? Weird. I hadn't heard um, that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have no idea. You teach, right? What? Interesting. So, <laughs> so um, they end up using Allison. Rumor. Rumor to make Vanya forget that she's special. I heard a rumor. You're not special. Yeah. So she. So or you don't think you're special. So. So she has no powers uh, because of that. Yes. Well, she has the powers, but they also put her on medication. Yes. So to to inhibit these powers. So, while she and this guy are dating in the present, he ends up dumping her pills. Yep. So, she can't get them, and it's got to be a controlled substance. So, <laughs> there's no way she could just be like, hey, can I get more pills? Yeah. So, um... As, as we're both aware. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Yeah, so she gets more and more unhinged, but this is like what you said, where her hair kept going back. And she started dressing, not provocatively, but like more modern. More modern, yes. Yeah. More confident. Yes. Um, and as this continues, she fi- we find that her, her power comes from being able to focus on a sound, like the violin. Mm-hmm. She's a very good violinist, and she's able to use that to control her powers. Her powers are just... They don't exactly say. It's a little bit of hypnotic suggestion. It's a little bit of pure just energy. Yeah. It's kind of a lot of everything. Um, Which I like that it's ambiguous and not yeah, clearly defined. It's fantastic. I don't need everything... Defined and spelled out. So the, we find out that the apocalypse comes because of Vanya. She is going to destroy the world um, and yada yada. But they are able to stop her. The series, uh, We're spoiling it, but we're not doing it justice. It came out in February. Yeah, you've got time. You, or you, you should have watched already. <laughs> the episode or the series ends also with... also teased this for like two months. Yes. So. Yes. The series ends with... They stop her, but the apocalypse happens anyway. Yes. Because it wasn't just her. There was a meteor. Mm-hmm. So, um... And in stopping her, um, she uses her the, the bow and she slices Allison, the rumor, her vocal cords. That's before... That's at the... Yeah, but that's yeah. trying to stop yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, um, So that's... So that... She has no powers, essentially, until she can talk again, which she cannot... <sighs> Which also happens in the comic. Does it really? Yeah, it does. Um, my favorite cover actually is from, I think the fourth cover for Dallas, 
where it's Rumor holding up a notepad that says this is the cover of issue four. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite cover. It's so good. I've seen that one. I didn't realize it was that. Um, so that's that's the that's the basis of the plot. Yeah, it's really you good. See it yourself. It's There's only eight episodes. So much more developed. We didn't get into Space Boy. Like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot more to Klaus than even what we talked about. The non part's really just one part of it. Um, Hazel and Cha Cha, we haven't really touched, but that's really great. Especially Hazel. Oh my god, it's really good. <sighs> definitely, really good. definitely, definitely. The handler. Definitely we didn't talk about the handler at all. We did not. It's really good, man. It's a really, really... That's her name, The Handler. Yeah. It's a really good show. It's worth watching. Uh, I would give it... I don't know. Out of 10, I'd give it definitely a 9. i give it a 10, because I'm garbage, and I loved it, and I ate it up with a big old spoon. Yes, you did. It was so good. And the music's great in it, too. Yes. His choice is very good. It's Um, a little all over the place with, like, a little bit of 80s, a little bit of 90s, a little bit of, like, not contemporary, but, like, recent-ish... Largely 80s, to be honest. It's really good. Yeah, it, it definitely has a retro feel to it. Yeah, um, it's like a it's like a Brat Pack movie soundtrack, like the like the Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, Breakfast very Club. evocative of that. Yeah, um, which kind of worked. It's like an ensemble cast, so that works. So the yeah, and the song in the trailer is "Hazy Shade of Winter," covered yes. by Gerard Way. I forget who the initial artist is. I'm going to say I'll look it up. it's either the Bengals or Bananarama. I can never remember. Dude, I don't know. Anyway, and they did it for a movie called, for a soundtrack for a movie called Less Than Zero. Bangles. Bangles. Which is adapted from a novel written by Brett Easton Ellis, who also wrote American Psycho. Sure. Good for you, dude. And Kevin Bangles. Can Bank you do Algebra? Not. Because uh, like that's like like that's, algebra one I can do. That's like out quadratic functions, man. No thanks. <laughs> that's that's negative rough. b plus or minus the square root of four ac. What is that? Quadratic formula. It's a first uh, quadratic formula is a x squared negative plus b BX. plus or minus the square root of. I mean, I'm teaching it right now. A x squared plus b x plus c equals y. So that's a quadratic function. I think it's a quadratic function, but the the quadratic formula is like a thing. Oh, I don't know. Then I, I'm gonna. We don't gotta get into this. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> On our comic podcast, we don't need to get into the quadratic function formula. No, we're good. Come for the emo trash. Stay for the math. No one has ever said that. <laughs> ever. Ever. This podcast is going downhill fast. Oh man! Did you see, um, did you see what I shared earlier? No. <laughs> Oh, was it the the Thor thing? No, I said uh, I shared not not under talking trades, but under me. I said it said uh, video game podcast, just two hours of nonsensical inside jokes. Too real. That's I not funny. It, I said I feel that's it. not real. That's too. That's I, I feel it. I feel personally attacked. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, life's great. Is it? <laughs> is it? No, it is. Um... Uh, we're over 100 episodes. Ba, ba, ba. We are at... That's, John Cena? I don't know. This episode will be our 102nd episode. Total. Not, not main series. That is crazy. Because eventually we'll get to 100 main series episodes. We'll celebrate 100 main series episodes because we're bad at remembering to celebrate things. Mm-hmm. I really oh, bad the more that. podcasts too? I, I hear that like content creators in general, there's like, oh, that was a milestone episode? Neat. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it happens. So, over 100 episodes. If you've been here since episode one, why? God bless you. You don't. You deserve a medal. God bless you. If you're new, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, and if uh, you're sharing this and this is the, someone's first episode, sorry. We didn't mean for it to be so weird. Or kind of what you're we do. welcome. Yes, that's better. It is you're Umbrella welcome. Academy. You knew kind of what you were... You knew the flavor of what you were getting into. Uh, check out our Endgame episode. Check out our Listicle episode. Uh, next week, we will have Wonder Woman, the Hikatia. We promise. I, have, I, I will read it. It's short. You'll like it. It is. And I will have time, and it'll be great. Whether or not you like the story, you'll like the length. It's like, oh, this oh is, I'm done. So great. Uh, have you started it at all? No. Oh, okay. I think you'll like it, because it's very Greek I was themed. 90 pages. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm so oh, in. yeah. And four or five of those pages are like covers. God, so and great. Like, and like the dedicated to stuff. So it's very much doable. Um, and then we'll talk about what we're going to do after that. But uh, that'll do it for this week. Have a week. Say bye, John. Bye, John. God. Why can't we just end the inside episode? Inside jokes. Why can't we end the episode? Two hours of nonsensical inside jokes. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Traits. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at Maesterlaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also find us on Facebook. And remember, we're not experts, we're fans. 